Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life No Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. Uh, this is a Starburns Audio produced podcast where we don't have anything to talk about unless you contribute. Uh, it's not necessarily true anymore. We're trying to figure it out. But uh, if you want to hit us up, wadeandwillie at gmail.com. The Twitter is Real Life Sci-Fi 1. Uh, we've got an Instagram. Ramming. Um... Also, we're launching our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash real life sci fi. You can find us on there. There's three tiers. They're pretty self explanatory. Um, you know, it's a desperate cash grab. Yeah. And, you know, we've been producing this ourselves for four years, and, uh, and, uh, it's time to even out. Everyone else is doing it. <laughs> I honestly feel like we'll get no, like, no subscribers. I, I would be surprised if we get one or two. Like, if we get one or two, I'll be happy. I I know we'll definitely get. I'm gonna I'm gonna say over eleven. I just can't imagine paying for this. I mean, it makes me want to do really good. I've been trying. I want to do really good. You know. Yeah, yeah. That that I, I have that mindset too now. Where it's like, well, I've wanted to for a while. I, I don't I don't know if people have noticed we're we're trying to get more segment oriented. We're trying to keep the keep the main episode sort of more focused and on topic i don't know if they even want that but if you don't then we have a we have the the more sci-fi yeah. where where we get real sloppy we still get off though that the show's always going to go off it's true i mean it's kind of always going to be the same but uh, but we're gonna try to push how far off we go in the uh in the bonus more sci-fi episodes okay so what's new uh nothing i've been watching uh <laughs> I've been watching this show called Scam City. It's on Netflix. It was like a BBC show. Yeah. And it's funny because it's this guy and he he just goes to like foreign countries and tries to get scammed. He like looks for scams and tries to get scammed. All right. So he tries to get pickpocketed and stuff like that. <laughs> but then like some of the scams are like he like buys a knockoff perfume and it plays like really like dun 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. And they make like a a big deal out of it, and then he's like, "There's no way that these expensive perfumes can cost this little. I know that somewhere there's a scam." And then he like he tries to find the distributors of the perfume and yeah. stuff, and he makes it like such a big deal, and it's like everybody who buys those know that they're knockoffs. I don't. That's not a scam, is yeah. it? Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess it's a scam, but you're not selling it like it's the you're 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 selling it for like fifty percent off. It's like the you know even downtown L.A. like like the bottle's different. You know, the bottle's different. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're really good, they use the actual bottle and yeah. just make some shit and put it in there. But um, I don't know. It's just funny to because sometimes he actually does get into some trouble. It's just hard to watch because you never know what they staged and what they didn't. Yeah, well, I was, you know, and not to say that they do this, but like the, uh, you know, what's the garage uh, sale wars or whatever? Not garage sale when they when they buy. It's like garage old, wars, isn't it? Wait, when they storage buy, wars. Storage wars. Half that the, thing's I, totally made up, right? Like, don't I, they? I think I think that they originally. I think that they do buy some, and that that's legit. But how many can there be I, I definitely know that they that they have faked some of them see i thought they were like putting stuff in there and i know that that's true but i'm saying i think that they do both yeah i don't know i which is which totally sucks because see this show even if it's staged it's still sort of worthwhile because 
there are those scams. You know what I mean? Like, there's a bunch of scams where if you're like alone in a foreign country and you're just kind of walking through like a bar district or something, like one of the locals will come up to you and be like, hey, man, you alone? Like, you looking to get a drink somewhere? Like, let's get a drink. I'll yeah. get a drink with you. And they'll like take you in. And then the bill is like thousands of dollars. Does he dress up like touristy extra? Probably. He right. doesn't it, lean into it, He'll, but he looks like a tourist just by his nature. Like he doesn't try to look like a local, yeah. but he doesn't like put on like a, a big floppy hat or something. <laughs> oh, a thousand dollars. How am I going to pay this? So I don't know. It's interesting. That's what I've been doing for the past couple of days is just watching that. I don't even know how I found it. Have you ever watched Detectorists? I've, I, I started watching that. What is that? It's a British show. Is it very quiet? Metal detectors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did watch. I watched that whole thing. It's such a very calm, quiet show. It is, and also, uh, they really go in directions that I don't care about. <laughs> you know? I did, it's been so long since I watched it. I remember enjoying it, but not because it was funny or interesting yeah, in any yeah. way. It's just sort of something that was on, and I didn't mind it being on. We didn't we didn't finish the third season because it's like, well, if you don't care, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of shows that I find myself. It almost feels like homework trying to watch these shows. Yeah, and then I go like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I being loyal to this thing? Like, it took me forever to watch Deadwood. Did I mention this? Uh, no, but I, you know, I only watched the first episode this year. I watched the first episode like four times. And then finally, when the movie came out, I was like, all right, I'm just going to watch all of it. And I watched Yeah, we talked about this on the last bonus that we did like a fucking month ago or whatever. <laughs> um, you got a What's Eating Willie's Grapes? Oh, uh, uh, oh, I, well, we should have talked about this off. I, I, I got another segment for us to do later on, maybe. Well, I know, I know. It's, it's kind of too late, right? I mean, the segment is called Spilling the Beans. Uh huh. Where we like give secrets of Hollywood that we've experienced. <laughs> well, I don't have any of those. <laughs> like what? Do you have one? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I I may have already talked about it on this show, but uh, uh, when I worked on uh, uh, what the fuck is that? What's the Drew Barrymore? Oh, uh, the Santa Clarita Diet. Mm -hmm. So I was there on the first episode, and the first day of shooting, no, nobody had signed their deal yet. Mm -hmm. So we set up the first shot, and then all the actors went away because they hadn't signed their deal. Yeah, half a day went by and nothing happened. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just, just weird. And and that that's a, this this the, you know half of them were producers also. But uh, the craziest thing I saw on that show was uh, Drew Barrymore was supposed to have this giant scar on her hand that was supposed to be festering and it wouldn't heal, and that's how she knew she was a zombie. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was so awesome that like something just that reminder of like, holy fuck, this is gross. Yeah. And they put it on. I don't even know if they got it on or she didn't like it. She was like, I don't think I can act with this thing on. <laughs> and then eventually the writers are in there talking about it. And then it's like, well, let's just make it a Band-Aid. And I, I, and, and I don't even think it ended up being a Band-Aid. So there was nothing. Right? Did she? I don't think she had. It's been a while since I watched the first season. Uh, I don't think she did have anything. But I was so upset because I thought that was such a good device to check in on or to always the reminder of mm -hmm. I'm a fucking zombie. Mm -hmm. 
And so this segment is just shit talking actors. Well, yeah, I know, I know. I'm like, <laughs> but she was a producer on it too, so yeah. But don't they just get that in title? Like they they yeah. negotiate to get that, so they get an extra fucking paycheck. I was just so depressed because I thought I really thought the show would have been better if they had that. And and then from a creator standpoint, it's like, what you don't want to do? You already said yes to the. It's a weird thing, yeah. I mean, especially, and I don't mean to yeah. shit talk her because I think she's awesome. She was very nice to everybody. I've had experiences with her um, outside of this too, and she's always been really cool. But why would you not be able to act with makeup on your hand? Was it on her hand? Well, it would have taken a while to put on every day. Yeah, it was. I think it was on her hand, and it was supposed to be a giant, like, gross scar. Right. Which you know probably take twenty minutes. It feels like you would just have to, they would put a Band-Aid on it, a ba- like a big bandage, and then only get it for specials where she like checks and sees that it's not. And then you could use anybody's arm. And that would have been great too. Why didn't they just do that? Should I be I a producer know. on this show? Uh, I, I know, right? I'm like, they caved pretty easy, but I don't know. But I, I, I bring that up because the, the guy was from Deadwood and he was fucking awesome too. The, the, the cast, oh, that's the right. Was yeah. Great. They were really nice. Yeah. Which is a rare, you know, everyone's nice, but they were fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I uh... It made me want to watch Deadwood because I'm like, this guy's fucking rad. I'll go watch his show, even though it's a show that everybody fucking saw. He's really good. What's his fucking name? God damn it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's good, though. Shit. Well, whatever. Yeah. Should we do a Randolph retirement home? Yeah. All right, let's open the doors. No matter how popular or hilarious a fad or joke may be, inevitably there comes a time when that popular trend crosses from the mainstream to the hackneyed. It is at that time they are admitted to the Randolph Retirement Home. So this week, we got to retire sports ball. You know sports ball? No. When people, people, so people who are nerds, or I guess maybe not nerds, but just people who don't like sports, they go like, oh yeah, sports ball. Oh, oh. where you, you like put the ball on the thing. You, you do that thing with the ball. It's called sports ball. You haven't run into this? Yeah, yeah. It's so fucking obnoxious. And I think the reason I'm retiring it is because it had its time, right? Because here's the thing. We're old. When we grew up, being a jock was how you were cool. Yeah. Like if you weren't a jock, you could still be cool, but like being a jock made it much easier. I don't know if it's because you just make friends easier cuz they're all on the team. Yeah, it's the equivalent of a guy uh getting meeting girls because he's on a motorcycle. Right. But that was the thing, like the cool kid the cool kids played sports, and so there were the nerds who got picked on who didn't play sports. And I understand growing up and then lashing out at sports, right? Yeah. Because then you're like... Whether you played them or not, you know, especially if you didn't. But Well, I think especially if you didn't, because then you're like, oh, look where that got you, your fucking sports ball. Yeah. Oh, oh you guys didn't win the Super Bowl because you play on the team? <laughs> fucking shut up. Uh. But now, and I haven't been to grade school in a while, 
But doesn't it seem like kids can kind of do anything these days? Like, it doesn't seem like the hierarchy of, like, you have to play sports to be cool. That's that's my that's my interpretation, and I could be wrong, but, you know, like... Like, Dungeons & Dragons is mainstream now, right? Like, there's no weird Bible moms going, like, you can't play that, you'll turn into the devil. Everything that that you could be ridiculed for, anybody can do. Yeah, and be cool. Because of the internet, because of whatever. Yeah, I think the internet as bad as it is, has made a lot of things more acceptable, right? Yeah. So enough with the sports ball stuff, because like now you're just being a bully. Because sports are just someone else's hobby. And so when you're like, oh, yeah, you like sports ball? Yeah. You're just making fun of their hobby in the same way that when we were growing up, we would get made fun of for comic books or whatever. Yeah. And and yeah, it, the, the the same parallel that existed on Facebook the the past few years has been like, I don't care about Game of Thrones. Oh, that too. Yeah, like the whole. Okay. So that's the thing. I think maybe it's yeah. It's just like it's a contrarian sort of viewpoint that I think younger people have because they think angsty makes them cool. Yeah. And it's like no, it doesn't, man. Just let people enjoy themselves. However. You don't have to exclude yourself. Because even when I didn't like Game of Thrones, it's not that I didn't. I watched a couple episodes like, oh, you guys like watching sex? Okay, cool. Because I only saw a few sex episodes. I'm like, what are you guys watching? Uh But I didn't like go talk shit about it. Well, whatever. I'm not saying that I'm better or anything. I'm just saying that like I. It doesn't help. Oh, oh, that's what I'm saying. When I didn't like Game of Thrones, I still didn't like people complaining about the people that did like it. Right. Why are you watching that thing? It's like, why the fuck do you watch anything? Yeah. Why do you care? (laughs) Move on. All right. So, sports ball, you've been retired. If you're out there making fun of people for liking sports and you use the phrase sports ball, sorry, you can't do it anymore. Knock it off. Uh, Get some new material. All right. Let's close the doors on the Randolph Retirement Home. So I got a tweet. I'm thinking for this mailbag, we can do this tweet. He oh, just yeah. sent it to me, and I, I can't decipher it at all. It's from, oh, shit, is Davey already here? Come in! <laughs> is he coming in? I don't. Yeah, come on in. Okay, it's from, we're recording, so we'll wrap up in a second. It's from uh, at Stacy J Cash W, and I don't know what I don't know what he's saying. All right, here it is. I am a listener. I think skeptically. I am more willy than you. Gray Force. Bigfoot could see in a heat-based deal. It would make sense for a predator. Also, if you could see heat, you could avoid stuff. Also, how much sight from above? Look looks outside our spectrum okay so he i uh, he messaged me a little bit too so i oh I, really i i my, um, says he's from maine but this seems like english is his second language maybe he got too excited i don't want to make fun of got, him I because full, it's, it's I fine complete so what is gray force uh I, I i don't know but to, to me he was saying that like like talking about how cats and dogs see differently okay and and that uh uh I understand what he's saying. He's saying it, Bigfoot could see, I guess maybe we talked about this at some point, that he has predator vision or something. Oh, yeah, maybe. And so that's the point that he's making. It would make sense for a predator. 
If you could see heat, you could avoid stuff. That all makes sense. Also, how much sight from above looks outside our spectrum? How much sight from above looks outside our spectrum? I don't know what that means. I, I, I don't either. And I'm like, well, when, <laughs> I, when I think of other animals seeing differently than us or, or you know, like picture a bat using echolocation. Sure. Sure, they have vision, but they also, they also see using their echolocation. Right. They can also fly. Yeah. You know. But I'm like, they, they see the world differently. So Right. But they're blind, right? I mean, I've heard, I, I can't. I know that's in dispute. They just don't see the way that we see. Yeah, they yeah. see more with audio frequencies than with ocular. Yeah, yeah, and so take you know, dolphins do that too, and and and. So anyway, I don't know. I just wanted to. I'm not going <laughs> to respond to this because I can only take. This is the only time I talk about sci-fi stuff. So if you if you contact me on Twitter and ask me a sci-fi shit, I'm not going to respond. Because this is it. This is all I have time for. I'm not going to... This is... Uh, you get me for, for two or three hours a week. I know. Isn't it funny? I've had I've had so many phone conversations with fans. Thank, thanks for... Uh, <laughs> for keep, real? Yeah. You like, give them your number? I, I, I talk to a bunch of people, yeah. See, that's crazy. Um, so, whatever. That's the mailbag. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's Real Life Sci-Fi 1. Uh, the email is Wade and Willie at Gmail. Um... Our guest is here, so we're being rude right now. We're going to cut this one short. Uh, Willie, do you want to give a preview of of, of oh, the episode? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, or should we not do that? Oh, uh, I don't know if we have to, right? Our, well, our guest is Davy Johnson, and we're talking about uh, the schist disc. That's fine. Yeah, the schist disc. <laughs> hey, save it for the show. Don't blow through all your material. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Remember, go to patreon.com slash real life sci fi. Join up on one of our one of our uh, reward tiers. Um, hey, Willie. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about everything. everything. See ya.